What's up, guys? This is your host, Sonia, and you're listening to What a Week, a podcast where I sit down and talk about my week in the most unorganized way possible. This is episode number 14, I believe. Am I right? I don't even know. This is episode 15? Is it 15? Holy cannoli. Oh my gosh. I think I made a mistake. I think this is episode 15. Oh my gosh. I literally lost track of that. But this is episode number 15 from September 18th through the 25th. I'm super excited, super stoked. I have a lot to talk about this week. So without further ado, let's get started. What's up? What's up, guys? How are you guys doing? It is a Monday. I hope you guys are already having... Whoa, my... Uh, Amazon Alexa. Uh, oh, shoot. I turned her on. <laughs> okay, there we go. I had to wait for her to turn off. Anyway, um, I hope your Monday has been going off well. It's only the morning. If you're listening to this in in the afternoon. I hope you did have a great, wonderful Monday. I'm so stoked to be back sitting down, ready to talk about what happened this week. And let me tell you, this week has been crazy. Like, oh my gosh. But all right. So I'm I'm stoked. I have a, a lot to talk about. And um, I need to write some of these things down because I will forget. I definitely will. So the last time that I left you guys or the last time I came on here with my podcast last Monday, I was literally a last minute packing for my trip um, to San Marcos for a schoolwork trip. Um, it was very much needed a break. Um, we went to Austin. We had some great food, a little too much good food that I think I gained like 10 pounds on my trip over there. Um, I tried, I think mostly every single place that I went to, except for one, was a brand new restaurant that I've never heard of. We went to breakfast because we got there super early. Remember, my trip, my plane um was at 7 a.m. So we got to Austin around 9 a.m. Um, that's because of the time change. So we got there around 9 a.m. We got our rental car. We drove to the breakfast diner thing. I forget what it was called. I had a breakfast. Um, what did I have? A breakfast biscuit, I guess, and some orange juice. Good. It was really good. And then we went shopping. <laughs> no. Just kidding. We did not go shopping. At the time we finished our meal, it was, I think, noon. And your girl had other plans in mind. And very few people know this, except for the people that I work with. And two of my friends are already aware of this. But other than that, oh, and my parents, of course, because I live with my parents. So they found out. But <laughs> I had mentioned in the other podcast that I was debating and I was. Um, researching places to go get my ears pierced. Um, I already have my ears pierced. I have one, the regular traditional hole in my ear. And ever since I was little, 
I've always wanted the second piercing done. I never really did get it because when I had asked my parents or my mom the first time, I think maybe I was like 15, 16. And she had mentioned like, why are you going to get your ears pierced again if you don't even wear piercings to begin with? And honestly, I know some people would be probably upset like, oh, like you're not letting me do something that I want. But honestly, she had a point. I did not wear earrings. I did not like earrings on my ears. I don't know why. I just felt like it accentuated my ears and I did not like my ears back then. So I was like, "Eh, you know, you've got a point. Why am I going to pierce my ears if I'm not even going to wear earrings to begin with? Like I rarely had earrings on during my high school years. Um, I wore earrings a lot in like elementary school and middle school. And then that was about it. Oh my gosh. I'm sweating guys. (laughs) Oh my God. Give me a second. (laughs) I don't know what it is. It's super hot today. Like yesterday was a nice day. I don't think the sun really came out yesterday, but today the sun is at full force. It is 84 degrees. It feels a lot (laughs) warmer and hotter than that, but yeah. And I think what's the humidity like? 36. That's a lot for where I live. 36% of humidity. Yeah, I can feel that definitely. So it's quite hot. Anyway, where was I? So yeah, during my high school years, I wanted an extra piercing. I never got it because I I completely agreed with my mom. I told, I, I knew that I wasn't going to really wear earrings. So I think that was more like just a want at the time. I thought it looked cool. So I was like, oh, I want to do it to myself. Never did. Never went, away, never went with along with it. And yep, years went by. Never really thought about it again. In college, all that. Nothing, nothing crossed my mind anymore after that. And then recently I've been seeing it a lot on social media, like all these pictures and all these people having like the double piercing. And again, I've always liked it. Um, so I was like, oh, I, I, I don't know. Like it started like uh, growing on me again. And this time I have been wearing earrings a lot more often now. Like I'm wearing a lot more hoops. I just realized that like studs were just not my thing. I don't like studs because I feel like they just accentuate my ears more. Like people just focus on the whole ear because the stud is so just small in there. <laughs> um, but when it's like a bigger hoop or a longer earring, like it just, it, it draws your eyes to the earring rather than the ear. So I started really liking how I looked in earrings with hoops and all of that jazz. So Little by little, I started re- like thinking like it would look so much cooler if I had like a second piercing where I could put a stud or a little like huggy to like just add a little more pizzazz to my ear. And so I literally went through like asking people on Instagram to like give me some recommendations to get my ears pierced. Um, a lot of people did give me some recommendations, some really great recommendations. I did get the recommendation of going to Claire's. However, I've heard a lot of bad things about Claire's, like getting your ears pierced with the gun. Like I've heard that guns cannot be cleaned properly or sterilized. So that's one thing. Also, it creates a lot of like, um, pain, not pain, it creates a lot of force or blunt force onto your ear. Like I've seen a lot of people get their pierced, um, their ears pierced with the gun and like their whole ear turns super red. And I just kind of figured that going to a um, 
what's it called? A a professional piercer was just a lot better for me. So I had been looking at different other places. Um, there was a place called Fox Labyrinth. Really loved it. Um, love what they're all about. Um, I just wasn't sure how it would go with what's it called? Like the kind of jewelry they had. I did try to um, locate some of it. I did try to call them. They weren't there. And then I tried to set up an appointment, but they get booked so fast. So that just tells you how great they are. They got booked so fast. They didn't have any openings anytime soon. So I think that kind of just like, oh man, okay. So like, I'll just have to wait. Cause I just really want to know what kind of jewelry they had, especially because when you get a new piercing, you cannot take off the jewelry for quite a while, five to six weeks. So I wanted to make sure that the piercing or the jewelry they had available was like, I was going to actually like it and, you know, it was actually going to like work for my ear and all that jazz, but really great, really great um, jewelry. Um, what's it called? Piercing place where I live. If anybody lives around my area, I totally recommend them. They have great reviews. Um, I just make sure that you set up your appointment like way into advance because they do get booked. Um, it's a woman owned, uh, jewelry spot. So my friend actually told me about them. So please, 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 if you're actually looking for some, if I'm going to get another one, I'm definitely going to go with them. But so you kind of already guessed it on the day that we got there to Austin, I had done my research. I had found a place that did some piercings and they did walk-ins. I did not have to do any appointments because I had already even tried to book an appointment in LA when I went to LA. But one, they were booked. And two, their minimum um, was to spend $500. I was not about to spend $500 at a piercer. There was no way I was going to be able to do that. I was looking more towards like $100 to $200, not $500. So that already kind of like just mm, rubbed me the wrong way. I know that there were great piercers where I was going to go to in LA. Like he, he has pierced a lot of celebrities. So I knew it was going to be a great place, but I was just not in the market for that. So I just decided not to do that. So I looked up another place in Austin. Um, I forget what it's called. It's like shaman, shaman modifications or something that shaman, is that what it's called? I'm so sorry if I'm butchering their name. Shaman modifications. I think that's what it's called. I'm not quite sure. I looked it up again. Again, I don't know how to say it. It's S-H-A-M-A-N, shaman, shaman, shaman modifications. I don't know. But I looked it up. They had good reviews in Austin. Again, they did a lot of um, walk-ins. So I asked my friend, like, hey, would you accompany me to go get my ears pierced? She was down. We went. We literally got there right when it opened. It opened at noon. So we got there like 11.57. We waited three minutes in the car. And we went in. We were greeted by three very kind men and they told us to take our time to look at the jewelry for me to make my decision I told them what I wanted they looked at my ear they're like okay that's perfectly fine and yep so I did I did my due diligence I literally looked at every piece of jewelry I asked for the cost which I should have asked that from the beginning like okay which earrings are around because they sell them individually okay so every I had to buy every single earring and I, I understand why they do that because some people literally just want one for like one hole, like so they can like, I guess, mix and match. 
So it, it makes sense why they would just do it or sell it individually. But so I just wish I would have asked that beforehand because I think that would have saved us a lot of time. But I went in, I looked at some um like jewelry. I did not want a stud stud, like a like a ball kind of thing. I didn't I don't like those very much on myself. So I was looking for something else. I had seen a really cute um what was it? A moon. I really wanted a moon, but they kind of went against it a little bit or they, they didn't went against it. They, they advised against it because it was a new piercing and it apparently it's very painful and it is. We'll go through that right now Um, to get your ear pierced and then like the little, I guess, edges of the moon was going to be very pointy and it might hurt me more than do good. So I was like, okay, you know what? That's fine. So I didn't, I ended up going with like this, like, it's like a bird kind of thing. They were pretty cheap in comparison to anything else they had. It was like 60 bucks per earring. And once I picked out my jewelry, I had to sign a waiver. I had to watch a whole like YouTube video about how to take care of my jewel, like my pierce um, piercing area once it was done. And something that my friend found a little odd was that at this place, they do, do highly, highly suggest that you don't clean your piercing a lot, maybe once every week, if at most. They they literally advise you to not touch your like earring or the area by your earring at all because that's what causes most of the infections is when people are constantly touching it or constantly cleaning it. My friend thought that was very odd. In the end, I kind of, I I asked them why. I didn't just kind of be like, oh, okay, sure. Like, especially because my friend had a little bit of like, um, what's the word? Like she was unsure about it. Like she had her reservations about it. So I went in and I asked, I'm like, okay, like, why do you guys advise to not clean it as often? Um, when I've, I've heard others were at least every day, once a day or twice a week, like it should be cleaned. And they pretty much gave me the response where they would much rather your body heal on its own. And that if the area keeps getting very wet, it's not going to heal as quickly. And that that's kind of where all the infections start coming in. And it's just better if you just don't touch it and let it heal by itself. And honestly, I don't know why, just the way they said it. I I felt reassured. I'm not sure if I'm, if it's right. I don't know. I've I've seen many different places um, or I've Googled it. But then again, like that's Google. But I Googled many different things. And I was just like, well, I guess. I don't know. I'm just going to go with what they said. As long as unless I touched it, they didn't recommend me to clean it. So I got my stuff. I kind of told them, I'm like, I don't even live by here because I do recommend you go in back to the shop in three weeks just so they can check your piercing and then just make sure everything is going well. And if they need to like adjust it, the bar or something like that. So I told them and they're like, no, that's fine. You can just send us pictures and then you can go to any piercer at your in your hometown and get them checked from them if anything happens like if we recommend the bar to get shorter or anything like that you can go to them um and I told them about the, they're like the only thing about the only bad thing is I don't know any reputable piercing places by where you live on the top of my head I literally mentioned Fox Labyrinth and they were like oh wait I think I've heard that before they talked to like the main 
like the manager, I guess, of the piercing shop. And yep, they're like, nope, that's a good place that she could go to when she needs to do her three-week checkup. So that was good to know again. Fox Labyrinth, really good, reputable place if anybody is looking for some a place to go get their ears pierced here where I live. If you live nearby, you know, and you know where. But yeah, so I was like, okay, that's fine, cool. Um He's like, okay, you've done everything. Okay, let's get started. He went and washed his hands. Like, let me tell you, they were so like, um, they did everything so safely and so hygienically. <laughs> I don't know, is that a word? Like he washed his hands. Like he sanitized everything. He wore a whole mask, like not just a regular sort of like mask that you wear now. Like it was a whole full blown like, oxygen tank mask thing I don't know what you would call it but wore one glove to like disinfect my area then then took those off and put on another one so that he can start with my piercing in general he measured everything just to make sure that like I was gonna like it the placement and the placement was even he did it twice I think one time I think maybe he did a little too high don't know but he did erase it and had to do it all over again. Then he asked me to go check in the mirror to see if I liked it. I did. And that's kind of when it went down. So I don't, I wasn't able to take video. They didn't allow us. They did allow us to take pictures. So I do have pictures of when it happened. I, he just kind of told me to breathe in, breathe out. And then told me that when he said, okay, final last breathe in, it was going to happen. I had already kind of been oh, uh, warned or been reading that a piercing especially in the lobe area kind of just feels like a vaccine shot like a like the poke of a needle and that was pretty much it it wasn't going to be that painful I 100% agree it literally felt like that exactly it went the pain maybe lasted like three four seconds and then it subsided and then that was it and then he put the new earring on then he did the second side and that was it I was like amazed how quickly it went. I loved how it looked on my ears. The only thing um, is I, I couldn't get my ears wet and I was early on vacation. So I was like, damn it. Like I should have done it after, like before we left instead of like when we had got there. I think that's the only thing I would have changed. Otherwise, I was very happy with it. They gave me like the solution if I needed to wash it. I need, they gave me like little covers for my ears when I take a shower so that it doesn't get wet. It, they were really great. I loved it. I think his name was Chris. The person who pierced my ears is on the east side, I believe. I think east, east, east part of, um, of Austin, 7th Street. I don't know. Something around there. I wish I had the card with me at the moment, but I don't. But yeah, so really great dude, did an amazing job. It was amazing. So after that, um, my ears kind of like burned a little bit, like they were hot. It didn't burn. Oh, they were hot, I guess, because they literally just had gotten like pierced through. But it was just like that little area. The next day, my right ear was so <laughs> itchy, like so itchy. I literally Googled it. I was like, is this normal? And it's true. Like when you're, when, when a cut is early healing or anything like it gets the area gets itchy and it once it when it's scabbing and kind of like healing going through the whole process so I was like okay I think this is normal as long as like I don't see any pus or anything like eh, like anything that would cause alarm I should be okay and it did it 
like subsided and it's been itchy here and there. It hasn't been that bad. It's a little sore, the area. So like if I put pull my shirt down and I, I'm not careful enough and it kind of like grazes my ear, like I'm like, ah, it hurts. I have to sleep like on my back I, and I'm normally a side sleeper. So that's been a struggle in itself, but it's been okay. I haven't had any other issues besides that. Haven't complained about it. I don't see it getting bad or I don't see anything happening that I'm like alarmed about. So I think everything went well. So your girl has two piercings now. For all my cousins that I have been literally begging all of you to let's go and get our ears pierced, I, I literally beat you to it. All right, guys, it's that time again for the What A Week Q&A brought to you by the 3000 Questions About Me book I bought at Target. I don't know if I, I haven't even gone to Target, let's be quite honest. I don't even know if that book still exists at Target, but I hope it does. So last week's question was, which talent would you most like to have? Not going to lie. Um, I did not send this question out to my Instagram social media accounts until today. I had completely forgotten about it. This whole week was a complete mess. But regardless, um, what challenge would I most like to have? Singing, singing, singing. And um, did I mention singing? I really wish I could express my emotions through singing. I, I don't have the worst voice, but I don't have the best voice either. Like, I wish I could sound like Ariana Grande. Her vocals are just mesmerizing and amazing. Demi Lovato... Oh my gosh, all these people that are coming out. Kelly Clarkson, they have gorgeous vocals. Like those are some vocals. If I could just have a tenth of what they had, I would be very happy. <laughs> um, I know how to dance, so I guess I, I have that. And I should be very grateful for it, which I am. But I really do wish I could sing. Um, I did get put it on my social media. I think one person replied and they said sing. So they are 100% on board with me. They, they would like to sing, which I wish I could do as well. I wish I could sing and dance at the same time. My goodness, how do those K-pop idols do it? Like, that's a lot of training they must go through because your girl can barely even, like, dance without getting tired. So now just add singing to it. Lord have mercy. But if I could, if I could take some singing lessons and be, like, reassured that I would actually sound better, I probably would take them. But I'm, I'm 26 years old. I don't know if there's any hope for me, <laughs> but if I had that, I could. I wish I could. Um, if anyone listens to this podcast and you did not reply to it on Instagram, let me know though. Let me know. Send me a DM. Um, comment on my social media post on What A Week podcast. And let me know what is one um, talent you'd like to have. So that was last week. So let's see what's, what's this next week. I don't even know. I haven't looked at this. Okay, let's do this one, especially because of this podcast. We're going to do the question, what comforts you on bad days? I think this one could be very different for different people. And I think it's important to talk about the things that we do that kind of helps us just re-center ourselves and just calm ourselves down back to a good level so that we're not going a little crazy because just know me, guys, like... I go crazy sometimes with anxiety and I forget to breathe sometimes. So what are some things that you do to comfort yourself on bad days? That's a good question. I'm going to ask that on my social medias. I will definitely be doing that. And hopefully people answer. Please answer. <laughs> I need your input, guys. Without it, it's kind of just me and myself having a whole conversation here. All right. 
that is it. I will let you now continue on with your regular scheduled programming. Uh, that was great. Uh, the trip itself was really good. I've met a lot of people. We had some really great speakers. It was really, really, really great. Um, I was just, but I was super excited to just get back home. And then I had missed two days from work. Okay, guys, I had missed two days and I was already a little bit scared about coming back to work because my kids, my class ain't the best. Okay. They love to talk a lot. Some of them have some, some attitudes that some <laughs> that I wish we didn't have to deal with but they do. And I had already kind of gotten my class to a certain point where it would run pretty well. There would be times here and there where I would have to like literally remind them of expectations with other teachers because with me, they were okay. With others, it kind of like, I just went downhill. Um, But yeah, so I came back on Wednesday because I came back from the trip on Monday. I didn't go to work on Tuesday. That was like my rest day. And then I went back to work on Wednesday. Um, I saw the note left by the sub, kind of what I figured. She said that she had a hard time with the kids, that they were very loud and that they didn't finish the work. It's true. As I went through like the packages, like very few people actually even finished the work. So I was kind of like, damn, okay. Like I kind of expected that. I did talk to the class. I let them know how disappointed I was. And I don't know what it was, but me having those two days off kind of like just reset my class right back to the beginning. Super talkative, super disrespectful. Um, And then my class was completely full again. There had been a situation that like some of my kids were not at school for a while. So we finally had all of them there. It was insane. I literally had the toughest two days back. I literally wanted to cry, walk out of that classroom and give up so many times, especially on Thursday. Thursday was one of the toughest days thus far. I just felt my heart so heavy. I just, I didn't feel like I was good enough. I, I keep, this is the only thing with teachers. Okay. When you work with teachers, you might be blessed and work with co-workers that literally build you up instead of like compare um what you're doing in your classroom and kind of like make you feel that they're doing a lot better and what they're doing and that the reason you're failing is because you're not doing what they're doing I guess to say so if you might be blessed to not have that um but I've been literally feeling so um compared so judged (laughs) about my teaching and like I started kind of getting in the back of my head that because, maybe it was because I wasn't strict enough. I wasn't mean enough. I I I just don't that I was like letting the kids like get get by with it. That that's the reason I was having such a hard time. And that if they had another different teacher that they probably would be doing 10 times better than I was with that class. And we get scores especially if you're in your tested grade level and you are compared beyond belief with your coworkers, whether they say that it's a group effort, they compare you and they check your scores and they kind of like ask you what you're doing and why you're not getting better if, if everyone's supposed to be teaching the same thing. And I don't think they realize that teaching one curriculum across the board, it's the same thing as you trying to tell me that I should 
um, teach or that all my kids are going to learn the same way across the board. It's, it's impossible for me to teach one way when I know I'm not comfortable with it. Like, yeah. So I was, I was being very, very down on myself. I, I broke down a couple of times, like on my own, not in front of the kids, but I did kind of let them know that they were being very disrespectful and that it was that I'm human too. And that I have feelings and emotions because I think they don't understand that their teacher also feels a certain way when they act a certain way. They kind of just assume that teachers just got it all together and that we don't get hurt by their actions and that maybe we're just being the party poopers, which trust me, I don't mind that they talk when they can. But if something that needs, like if I'm teaching, I want them to learn. And I know that if they're talking, they're not learning anything and it's only going to get 10 times worse because they're the ones that get frustrated when they get an assignment because they don't understand it but I've already had gone through it and I had asked questions and they're the ones not paying attention so I did let them know I did talk to them like adults should to younger kids like talk to them communicate with them let them know why you're upset or why you feel a certain way I did talk to them they some of them understood some of them still did not so that Thursday I literally stayed at work until 8 p.m. because not only was I having problems with behavior, I came back um, to work with a very short notice that I had to finish all nine weeks assessments like OERs in three days and have them submitted before Friday at noon. And it was Thursday and I had not finished them all. I hadn't even graded them yet. So I had tutoring on Thursday. And then after tutoring, I stayed and I graded everything. I fixed my classroom because it was driving me nuts. Someone, I don't know, is this something common with you guys that if your work area is a mess, like it, it literally has a direct effect on your emotional behavior, like, because that's exactly what was happening. My room was a mess. Things were not correctly placed. Um, some of the kids, I I moved. I moved their seating because it was getting too bad. Like they needed to be um, moved on their own for their own personal um, achievement. I had already given them some talks. I had given them some cha- um, some chances, but they still couldn't work with the team. So their reward is to literally go back with the group. One student who had been isolated, not isolated because they were still around students. It's not isolated to the max, okay? It's like they were just like pulled to the side from the group. They had done so much better and I moved them back. So now he's doing so much better. But I had to move some other kids and I did. I I stayed to do that. And I also stayed to complete a clip chart. I know, I know some people really have some negative connotations with clip charts. Um, However, it's worked for me. My clip chart is based on a positive a mindset where kids are always allowed to move up. They're not just um, like if they move down, like that's not just it. Like if they do something good, they have the chance to move back up. And those that reach awesome behavior do get um, rewarded with like um, tickets. And then those tickets at the end of the week, they're able to just trade them for like candy or fun coupons in my classroom. So I had done that in the beginning, but it wasn't a clip chart. Like it was sort of like a clip chart, but I was responsible for writing their numbers up and down. And that took too much effort on my part. 
like having to move them or if I wasn't, if something was happening and I was in a small group, I couldn't like stop my small group mid um, teach and go like myself to the front of the board to go change their numbers up and down. So I was like dead set on Thursday and I told myself, I don't care how long it's going to take you. You're going to stay here until you finish (laughs) the clip chart. Like you can't leave until you finish that clip chart. And I did. I worked on the clip chart. I finished it. It's a makeshift clip chart. It's not going to last. It's not going to last because it's a laminated. It's not laminated. It's just on cardstock. So it's not going to last me very long, but it's doing the job. And on Friday, I had the most wonderful day. I was re- I was greeted with coffee. I was greeted with a Chick-fil-A breakfast sandwich. The kids re- like seemed to react very well to the clip chart that I had added. They were excited that they were able to again gain some tickets for their positive behavior. And that changed like majority of the behavior in my classroom, just night and day difference. So I was so thankful and blessed that I decided to do that. But yeah, Thursday was a very tough day. Um, I even, I don't know what it is, but my TikTok FYP, like just knew exactly what I needed to hear. I heard this amazing message where it's like literally praying to God, letting him know that or pretty much letting us know that wherever we are placed it's that God would not place us somewhere where he does not think that we could succeed and we could do better and something that we could not take on our own that he he put us there because he knows that we're capable of getting through it so I literally did. I felt God pres- God's presence literally at that time. And I just prayed to him and I told him, like, please just like hold my heart, hold my insecurities, all this weight that I've been carrying and every every just negative thought I've had about myself and like all these people's thoughts that have been creeping into my head, like to just remove them from me and to just help me get through this week because it was tough. It was really tough. And just like by the act of um, God's magic, I remembered that BTS was actually releasing, well, Coldplay was actually releasing their song with BTS that same day on Thursday at 10 p.m. I knew it was going to be the 24th, but I forget that because of where I live, I literally get the song the day before, two hours before, because usually it releases at midnight um, Eastern Standard Time. And for me, it's 10 p.m. Standard Time. So uh, it was just like God's gift to tell me, like, it's going to be OK. Like, you are going to be fine. And I listened to the song. I have a whole reaction video. I haven't even like edited it and put it on TikTok because I don't know, it's hilarious. Like literally my mood changed so quickly after that video. And after finding out about BTS's song with Coldplay or Coldplay's song with BTS, I'm sorry, it's Coldplay's song, okay? And anyone else that thinks otherwise should should reevaluate themselves because some people, it, it, it pisses me off. This is why a lot of people have some negative connotations about BTS fans and like call us in the most negative light. Because honestly, some people were very angry about line distribution in that song. And I just, I wish I would have not heard about that. It was literally Coldplay's song. It's not BTS's song. The fact that they were even like 
asked to be a part of the song is just like what's what would you call that like it was just a um <laughs> what's the word um oh man i'm gonna have to edit this thing out so much aren't i um it is a a triumph in itself i don't know what you would call that um but yeah like i think it was beautifully placed you hear all the members you just really have to like like listen to it because people are very upset about Jin. But you can hear that he's harmonizing with Chris and you do hear his voice in there. So he was a part of it. And Jin is one of the biggest Chris um, fans. What's his last name? Oh my gosh, what is Chris's last name? Martin? Yeah, okay. Chris Martin. Anyway, but Chris Martin. So, so Jin is a really big fan of Chris Martin. And come on, guys. Like Chris Martin is such a sweetheart. I literally watched the BTS um, documentary that they did with Chris Martin when he came to Korea to um, record with them. Chris is such an, a, a sweetheart, an angel. He literally talked so highly of BTS, was so respectful. He literally flew to Korea to go record with them in person. Like, why are people talking negatively about them? Like, there is no reason for it. This song was just exactly what I needed to hear at that time. It came right at the moment that I needed it. Literally um, just changed my whole mood around it. It was a mood booster and it was just amazing. So I'm so thankful for that. I'm thankful for God's love that came through right then and there. And it's kind of like... What Eric Nam mentioned, because I know that he had done a um, he had done a podcast with Ray Ami. I think that's her name, Ray Ami, and they are talking about religion and stuff. And I like how Eric Nam said that in most of his life, in almost all of his life, like God kept showing up, like it was too hard to just ignore. And I agree because I've had my moments this this whole year already with religion. And that maybe will be another topic for another day, another day. But despite what might be happening in my head, in my heart, God continues to show up, especially when I need him the most. So very, very thankful for him for letting me get through this week with just a, a restful heart because my heart was so heavy. I came back and it was, I felt so down on myself, like Sometimes I surround myself and I don't realize it with people who literally just suck the life out of me. <laughs> and I don't know, have you ever been just surrounded by people who always have something negative to say, but it's about you and like how everything you like is 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 just looked down upon, frowned upon. I don't know. I've always been feel I've always felt like that unfortunately, like my likes have never been the majority. So I've always been felt or made to feel like I'm weird. So I just, I had a heavy heart. And then I go back to work and I have my kids to deal with, with their behavior. They're great kids. They really are. It's just that they don't, they don't think. Or just being at home for a whole year after the pandemic, just kind of like, made them forget what it is to be respectful in a classroom and 
just to know to have to listen because when they're at home, they can get muted and everything can happen at home and they could be talking, they cannot even be paying attention and it was all okay. But now it's like they're in person. They have forgotten how to socialize, how to even think about someone else's feelings besides their own. So I don't know. It's, I'm just glad that everything went well, that everything ended well. I'm, I'm very thankful for how it did end. And I'm, I'm excited for next week. It's my last week before I go on vacation. So excited about that. So I'm going to have two weeks vacation. I will be going to work for two days for intercession tutoring, but I literally just told them I was going to give them two days. And that is it. I was not going to give them five. They did raise the pay for $50 an hour. However, some of us, all of us, are teacher tired. We're so exhausted. And we just, literally that pay is not enough for the hours of having a plan, having to teach again. Like, even though it's only a four-hour day, it's still a lot. It's still draining. So it's okay. I am thankful that I had a break. Um, I am just excited for the new semester to come. And that's when all the holidays are coming. So I'm excited for my break. I can't wait. I'm hoping to record a little bit more podcasts because your girl is a little tired of having to literally last minute record these. It's Sunday, guys. And it's 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 my podcast for tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, like oh my gosh I should not have done this I don't know how the hell I got so behind I was literally seven podcasts pre-recorded prior to this like how did I let this get so bad I don't know but I need to like record some more I am debating of buying another um, microphone so I can do more of like interview podcasts with someone kind of want to get I kind of want to try it let's see how that goes down if not then we'll see but I'm excited for the two weeks off. Really need it. Really need to clear my head. Um, I started doing Korean lessons all over, all over again, which I don't know why on earth I decided to do that because your girl is too busy. But I, I did it anyways. It was a really good class. Um, a lot of it I did know already, but this class is forcing me to talk a little bit more. So I think that's going to be better. I really hope it is because it was an expensive class, let me tell you. Especially because especially I had to pay up front. Not ready. For, I was not ready for that. Um, but yeah. But regardless of the fact, that's it, guys. Um, that was a lot to talk about. I think this is a long podcast in comparison to the last few that I've done. It's already 40 minutes in. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. I know I kind of got deep a little bit at the end. But if you see me, holla at my new earrings. Let me know how you like them. Even And if you don't like them, just keep those opinions to yourself. Okay, cool. <laughs> just be happy for me y'all like is that too much to ask to be happy for other people like do we really need to bring people down do we really like is that necessary i don't think it's necessary okay so i hope you guys have a great day be nice to people be kind to people make someone smile this week make that your goal just do something small itty bitty something small just can change someone's day i'm not gonna lie like the many, the amount of people, just uh, just a few, but just those two people who literally did contact me on my tough day and asked me if everything was okay. Like just that alone just made my day, okay? It, 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 it helped ease my mind and know that people care and they want what's best for me. So yeah, just reach out to people, let them know and ask them, are you okay? How are you doing? Because you just never know 
because sometimes people might not be vocal. Like I'm a very vocal person about how I'm feeling. Some people might not be. So I think if you can just reach out to them and ask them and let them know like you're there and maybe one day they'll open up and tell you about how they're feeling. And if you can just be there to be a good listener, not someone that's going to try to fix their problems, because trust me, I think nine times out of 10 people don't want to tell you something so you can fix their problems. They want to tell you just because they want someone to listen and just they just want to vent. And that is how I am. So thank you to those that literally just checked up on me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please remember to give it a thumbs up, give it a five-star rating and leave a good comment review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please, please, please share it with those around you so that this podcast can get to way more people. Super excited. Can't wait. It's it's the end of September, guys. We got this. It's almost October. This year is practically done. Zip over so can't wait for the next new year and i'm hoping that the next new year comes with even better and bigger things for all of us so that's it pretty much i am gonna go i'm hungry i'm a little thirsty actually i've been talking for 40 minutes yeah my i'm thirsty all right guys that is pretty much it i will see you guys next week bye